where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. I've basically went through the last two years with this like altruistic approach of I've sort of looked at the world in the way I've wanted to see it instead of just sort of, you know, going through life with not with not not that I haven't I've accepted reality basically like this is what's going to happen. And I was probably judgmental of the guys that went at the start. And I think that was a bit of a mistake on my part because I now realize not everyone's in my position or in Tiger's position. And, you know, you you get this offer. And it's, you know, what do you do? It's, you know, we're all, we all turn professional to, to make a living playing the sports that we do. And um, I think that's what I realized over the last two years. I can't judge people for making that decision. That is Rory McElroy on the Stick to Football podcast. And Jay Delsing and I have uh, been pretty staunchly behind Rory for the last couple of years since the advent of, of Live. A lot of people have said, go Rory, when Rory would get up at those press conferences and kind of share our feelings, but with his voice. And now he has backed off and pretty much changed his mind. Jay, good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Randy. For a couple of things, I didn't know Rory could moonwalk, but he certainly <laughs> could moonwalk now. Yeah. And, and, and I was not a tie guy either. And one of the fun things about playing golf, I'm like, gosh, if I can not wear a tie the rest of my life, this will be pretty cool. And my first day when I go to UCLA in the golf shop in Bel Air, Eddie Marin's coat and tie. Oh, no. <laughs> How often? <laughs> It still didn't work. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I think I own two ties. I, think I, own two ties. <laughs> I like to hear it. Good. Uh, all right. So, uh, to me, this just sounded like, and I know Rory wouldn't couch it this way, but it sounded like a concession speech by Rory McIlroy. It, it really did. Uh, I, I, I mean, there, there is some. So I've been hanging around these guys, geez, a long, long time, and one of the things that I've never seen is people really apologize. Guys, people really be self-analytical or, or have or show much awareness. And I and so I'm going to give Roy definitely props for that. I mean, he, he said he was wrong. He said he probably judged people incorrectly. But, guys, that all of this, what this really tells me is that our partners are the Saudis, whether we want to or not, whether we like it or not, and there's nothing we can do about it unless – we just have absolutely bend over and give them golf. Well, I just don't think there's any other way to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, in my opinion, that's happened. I, I don't think that we, we need to, uh, we being America, the PGA Tour, uh, we, we got steamrolled by the finances of Live and the private investment fund, and uh, America has lost golf. That, that's the bottom line. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, Randy, we had a gentleman's agreement that there was not going to be any more players poached before the 31st 
of this past year in 2023. And our commissioner decided to start engaging conversations with all of these PE firms and all of these. I mean, at one time, I think we had over 10 um, really wealthy, really, you know, weighty companies that were wanting to be our partners and all this. And it was obvious it just pissed them off. I mean, all he did then was keep adding $50 million increments to John Rahm's offer until he took it. And then that's a sign that said, guys, you don't understand. You you meet with these other people and don't bring me to the table. This is going to continue to happen. Okay, so the next question I have is Rory said that some of the flaws of the PGA Tour were exposed because the PGA Tour was asking for sponsors for $20, $25 million for a tournament, and the return on investment wasn't there. Ultimately, do we reach a point where, because the sponsors aren't interested anymore, Honda has... They, they've left in Florida. Wells Fargo has has left theirs. Uh, somebody uh, RBC threatened to leave in Canada. So if sponsors aren't there, does golf just become the Saudis paying guys without a real business, but just playing essentially for Saudi money? I, I mean, Randy, I guess. I mean, what we everything that I hold dear about golf is on the table here. Everything that Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and all the greats that have come before is, is on the table here. This is probably the most important next six months in the history of golf. If you're without being overly dramatic, I mean, the, uh, everything's on the table here. I mean, w- w- at what point, and, and I said this to you guys last week, at what point do you look at the golfers and go, you guys are grossly overpaid. And look, I, who wants to say that? I mean, we're talking about uh, Brooke, made a great comment about the players union and how they support the players. And, you know, if the owners are willing to pay it, they're not overpaid. But I mean, our ratings and things don't hold up to anybody's and we're going to keep throwing this kind of money around. And when, when the business model starts going South, Randy, to your point and our corporate sponsors, you know, this isn't viable for us anymore. This stops making sense. Well, so, so does our business then. And so, yeah, I mean, the the thing that the Saudis can do is they can tell tell the PGA Tour, you don't need sponsors. We'll just sponsor the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then and then what? And then what sort of control do we do do we hand over to them? Yeah, that's a I, great it's just, point. It's, it's, uh, it's just awful. I mean, it's just there's just a lot on the table here, and I. I don't. I don't know, guys. It's um, it's a tough time for for golf. I mean, it, it's um, guys are going to be making a bunch of money, and if you're just driven by money, I mean, look, it would be it'd be nice if if I, I think I looked up of our thirty some odd sponsors, guys, uh, twenty eight of them already do business in Saudi Arabia. I don't think this is the, the fact that we're taking this blood money to them is going to matter. I, I really don't think so. maybe, maybe a few, but for the for the, the the gross majority, I don't think it matters. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, I know that we are we're getting very you know upset about all this and talking about this. I do want to find at least some positive because, of course, it was a very short off season. That is one thing that I really enjoy about the PGA Tour and with golf is that it's it's kind of an off season, but not really, Jay, because now you have some golf going down in Hawaii. As we are starting this new season, who needs a big twenty twenty four? 
Oh, gosh, Brooke, great question. I was going to say, who should we look for? And I'm really I'm excited to watch Edward play uh, the game. He's already come out of gates, and I'm buying myself time right now as I talk about him because I, I wasn't <laughs> prepared for that. Um, let, let me see. Um, who needs a great 2024? I would, I would have to say I'm really interested to see how Ricky Fowler follows up. So Ricky Fowler was basically in the golf abyss. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it was really awesome to watch him come back, and he he kind of oh gosh, kind of shelved his ego and got back with Butch Harmon. That never usually happens. Once a player and their, their coach break up, it's usually permanent, and so that'll be interesting to watch. Another great story to watch will be Gary Woodland. So Gary is a great guy He's from Topeka, Kansas. Gary had brain surgery in. Uh, he had a benign tumor that was causing him trouble and giving him some seizures and things like that on his brain. He's actually healthy. Uh, I was in Florida a couple of weeks ago and I got to see Gary. And, and so he's looking to try to play over in Hawaii. So he's going to be a fun uh, uh, person to watch and, and, and see, you know, what, what 2024 brings for him. And I, I would think that Morikawa, yeah, because of some of his struggles now, he was great in the Tournament of Champions last year, but then during the middle of the season really fell off. And he did win uh, once uh, in 2022, but Morikawa hasn't turned out to be the guy that when he won his major that we expected he would be. Well, he started off, and that's a, he's a guy I couldn't think of because I think he had a five- or six-stroke lead in this event last year and wound up coughing it up to John Rahm. Um, you know, he started off so strongly, guys, with he's – he's already won two major championships in what, I think six tournaments on the – five or six tournaments on the PGA Tour. And now he's, you know, kind of dealing with how, how, do, I, how do I maintain. And um, he's he, – it's really interesting to watch him struggle with a short game like he had last year. I mean, if you watch some of the highlights of this tournament – Last year, the final round, I think he finished, I don't know, three or four over par, and that's a lot over par for this for this tournament uh, and this golf course because it, the the scores are super super low, and he looked kind of unrecognizable for a tour player. He missed a couple of chips where he didn't even get the ball on the green, or if he did, it just didn't go anywhere close to the hole. So that sort of stuff snowballs in your in your brain and and can really lead to some ooh, some interesting shots. I've been down that road before. So, yeah, I, I love I love that fact. I think, I mean, I love that catch, guys. I think Morikawa is the guy to 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 uh, watch and see see what he comes back with. All right, Jay, who do you have on the show on Sunday morning? You and Danny Mac. We've got uh, the the CEO of Sniper Golf, and um, believe it or not, it, well, Randy, we didn't really talk much about this golf ball rollback, but we talk a lot about the golf ball rollback with. His name is Clint Peters. And we also get Nathan Carnes on the show. And Nathan, besides being a great guy, and he has a great family, he is the first uh, person from the Gateway section in the history of our section to hold a national office. He is going to be the 45th president of the PGA of America. And right now, he's a national secretary. And so he's involved. This Live Stuff guys just has tentacles that reach into all parts of golf, so he talks a lot about that as well. I'm going to stock up, by the way, on golf balls that are going to be be illegal in a few years. 
I know you got to get the ones that go farther. I mean, <laughs> when when are they going to make one that goes straighter? <laughs> that's a great question. Wait, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody talks about that, and, and and this whole rollback thing is only ten or twelve yards for the tour player. Is that going to make a difference, guys? No, the no, it, no. All of a sudden, Rory will be 12 feet from the hole on the 380-yard par four, right? Yeah, yeah. Rather, of, rather yeah, than yeah, 12 I, inches. I yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, good, great to have you with us, and have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.